So hi, welcome to the Good Nights Podcast with Home Is Where. We're going to ask them some questions today. I'm going to start. So what inspired you to start the project, and what does the project name mean? Uh, I really, really like emo music, and I wanted to ma- be in a band. Uh, I had some, like, solo projects I was working on, and, like, uh, like studio acts. Like, I was in, like, a black metal band and, like, stuff, but we never played live or okay. did anything like that. So I wanted, I really like Captain Jazz. I really love bob dylan so i wanted to like mix the two and um the boys in the band of and i have been friends since high school uh they were in another band uh, they still are um and i asked uh joe if he wanted to start a side project and after that uh home is where just sort of happened uh we pulled up connor on stage during one of our shows where we had no live songs and we didn't have a bassist and we were like oh Connor plays bass. Why don't you play with us? And then he kind of just stuck around. And, um, yeah. And yeah. And then the name is just, you know, really good advertising because you just see it everywhere. And then subconsciously, it'll make you think of the band. I even above work, uh, I have, there's like a plaque there that says home is where the heart is or whatever. I'm like, ha, it's me. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, it's just something you see everywhere. It also just sounds like nostalgic and, super emo-y. I can just picture like a wood panel house as soon as I see it, like you hear the name or whatever. So yeah, Home home is Where is just, just a name. I didn't really put like, oh, like it wasn't like a grand statement or anything. I was like, oh, this is nice. Okay. When okay I, whenever fair. I hear your band name, I think of the one Fallout Boy lyric from Oh, uh, good. You're Polly. the first person who didn't say American football. I haven't <laughs> listened to very much American football, so that's probably no. why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get Home is Where the Heart is a lot. And I'm like, I... I don't know. I didn't listen to that song until like last year. I, didn't, I was too afraid to check out LP2 until because I heard so many bad things. And I was like, oh, you guys overreacted. This is all right. This isn't bad. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. Right. I it's... It. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, so congrats on your newest release, the scientific classification of stingrays. How do you feel, mm-hmm. the, how do you feel about the response to that uh, single so far? I'm really uh, like shocked by it more than anything. Uh, cause it kind of like, it like took on a life of its own a little bit. Um, I was not expecting, I thought like, oh yeah, like a few people would be like, yeah, this is a good song. Can't wait for the album or something like that. But mm-hmm. it turned out to reach a lot more people than I had anticipated, any of us had anticipated. Like, so it was, it's really cool. Like, uh, we got some people I really, really liked that reached out afterwards. Like, um, like Awake But Still In Bed retweeted it and, um, nice. Like Dogleg and uh, Ian Cohen from Pitchfork, which kind of blew our oh, minds. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, That's um, big. Yeah. So that was insane. And um, we finally finished the record. Like it's mixed and mastered. It's just uh, ready to get uploaded um, at this point. So I don't know if I'm allowed to release the, the day it's coming out yet because my record label might beat me. But. Um, <laughs> Oh no, not oh, Knife Punch. Shout out, shout out Knife Punch. <laughs> Listen, I put in a bit of 5k for the Masters and still haven't gotten them yet, so they're mm-hmm. lacking oh, over there. The, after this, I'll leak it to you, but don't tell Danny or or I will face a thrashing. Yeah, don't tell oh, Danny. Okay. No one's yeah, telling yeah. Danny, don't worry. Okay, cool. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Um, so can you tell me a little bit about your writing process for this track? Uh, that song? Um, yeah. Um, 
I actually wrote the music to this one. I usually, for the last record we did, I wrote all the lyrics and then me and Trace wrote the uh, music uh, together. Um, but two of the songs on this record, I wrote the music and the lyrics for and Trace helped out a good bit, like filling in like the spaces because I can't play guitar for Beans. And um, yeah, so I had these lyrics and I was just like messing around on uh, the guitar one day and I didn't think anything of it. And then after practice, I started playing it um, with Trace and the guys around and they all really liked it. And I was like, really? And I was like, yeah, we could try something if you want. And then um, Trace figured out like a few like little like um, just figured out a little spice to put onto it to make it a little more interesting. And um, and then, yeah, and then we were really happy with it. I think Joe said that's his favorite song to play live. So that's when uh -huh. I was like, okay, well, if you really like it, then we'll just keep it. Why not? You know, and um, I'm glad we did. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. Definitely. Uh, can you tell me where your headspace was while creating the song? It was very, uh, it was a very political song. Um, probably more, the, our most like outright, like, I'm pissed about America bleh, song, you know, where it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, like it definitely like, I wouldn't say we're like an apolitical band or anything, because I think politics definitely influences like the words quite a bit uh whether it's a political song or not um but i was just thinking about the grand theme of you know late capitalism uh, wrote it you know during trump america although the song isn't a direct reference to trump i've got a lot of people that came up to me and are like oh i love your anti-trump song it's like it's not exactly uh, as much as i hate the man like it's not it's about the systems that led hit to somebody like him getting into power mm -hmm. instead of directly like some dead kennedys pointing the finger at reagan kind of kind of bs so mm -hmm. yeah it was um yeah i it was inspired the the first it was inspired by the i have dreams song uh what is it called countless rooftops i just liked that song title a lot and um i tried to where the first line of the song comes in it was kind of like inspired by that and then it just consciously or subconsciously i don't really remember like the exact like headspace i was into it but the the um the frustration and the uh it came out um on the political end okay. so yeah all right, all right. very cool mm -hmm. um so you did touch on your inspiration a little bit for the track but were there any other bands or artists that influenced the track at all uh yeah i was definitely thinking like um uh uh like don martin three is an old uh florida uh, band and um uh, i think i wrote that song if i remember correctly after i saw uh shin guard uh for your health and jillian carter live and i was like i want to be in a screamo band and so, <laughs> yeah was, like, sonic like influence for that was seeing them live was like i want to do this like that's this a good is, lineup too mm -hmm. oh it was the best show i've seen and that was, I think, the last like show I went out to see that I didn't play was seeing them down here before right. you know the end of the world. That's a good last but, show, uh, yeah. Oh, it was amazing! It was really cool. I think it was my girlfriend's first screamo show too, and she like, oh my God. She was like wow, this is really like she was into it. And yeah, she, yeah, she really like screamo and stuff. But we don't go to shows too often because I'm kind of a hermit, and uh, <laughs> and uh, unless I'm playing a show, I was, it's really hard for me to go to concerts because uh, I'm just not good in public spaces um that's valid so I, I made the exception for that and then we were gonna see them with soul glow 
and but unfortunately we couldn't see that and i i love i love soul glow with all my heart and my favorite hardcore band like ever i love soul glow but i'm very sad i got to miss them but hopefully if the world ever gets back to normal i'll be able to see them yeah yeah when the world opens back up everybody should be touring so yeah mm-hmm. hopefully hopefully <laughs> i'm glad we got at least one tour out of the way well we did one tour uh we didn't have any music released, which was not a smart idea, but <laughs> played a lot of empty rooms, but it was cool. It was still really fun. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so this one should go like super, super fast. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe this song for new listeners in three words. It's pretty good. Cheap. <laughs> Cheap. <laughs> I'll let it okay. slide. Sure. Cheap. Sure. Easy way out. Um, Add to playlist. Add to play. Okay, that one's better. I like that one. I like that one. (laughs) Uh, So is there a certain feeling you want your listeners to have while going through the track? Uh, I don't... um, I I definitely think it should, like, either, like, hype you up or, like, tick you off. Like, Uh you're like, I'm upset about things now, you know? So, So maybe that's, like, the goal. I try not to write, like... I I find it like I don't want it to be like a um uh, I'm trying to find like a really less strong word but like I don't want to like manipulate the listener into feeling a certain thing which okay. is why I try to write lyrically pretty abstract even though I'm uh, um telling a specific like story or something like that okay um, I tried to like let the listener um get what they need from it or what they want more so than what i want because i mean there's a lot of albums i really like where there is a direct like i want you to feel this but i feel this when i listen to it you know or i don't have like certain connections to certain things they're talking about and i can apply it to something else going on in my life so um yeah so it's definitely like feel what you want to feel if it makes you happy or sad or like if you laugh at it that's cool um but if you feel the things like uh, getting ticked off or feeling hyped up, um, then that's cool too. You know, okay. um, it's definitely a song like uh, people like to mosh to at shows mm-hmm. or used to. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, because our last show was like a year ago, like a oh full on like a year ago, like yeah. Yeah. sometime this month. So that'll be kind of kind of surreal to like to like take in, like wow, this it's been a year since I've played to a bunch of sweaty kids in hoodies. Jesus, <laughs> oh my god, god damn. Man, yeah. I'm sorry. That's it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. We we're working. We're trying very hard. I think I can say this at least. We're trying to work on like a live stream, pre-recorded live stream <gasps> thing, um, which will be cool. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I can say that much. Um, as for date, we haven't recorded it yet. We're trying to work it out now because with my schedule and Connor, our bassist, also lives in the night world with me. So mm-hmm. um, at a different, at a totally different job than what I do. So and then Trace lives in Orlando and has um a lot of stuff going on right now and um uh joe's getting married so he's pretty busy um oh, well, congrats to joe stuff. yeah congratulations joe congrats Woo! joe this. <laughs> might be married already <laughs> but, um, uh yeah so uh so we're all pretty busy um i'm just really really looking forward to the album coming out uh i've showed it to a few people without the label knowing and um they they seem to they seem to think it's like it's pretty rad we had um been waiting it could have come out last year but we wanted horns i love horns like a lot mm-hmm. and we just had a 
through no fault of anybody's um it just stuff just kept coming up uh to where people couldn't do it so we went through like five people and then finally uh my buddy wes meadows from the band from a million bands but he uh, um <laughs> The band I know them from is I Hope So, and they run Flower Pot Records. Okay. And I hit them up after I listened to, like, four releases with them playing trumpet on it. And I was like, help? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they, they knocked it out of the park. They did a great job. And so I'm really happy with it. That was all we were waiting on. So that was, And when I heard it, I was like, oh, so worth the wait. Definitely. I'll link it to you guys if you want. <laughs> yeah. I'd love that. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. But this part of the video is like censored for 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 Danny. Only Danny can't watch it. Everywhere else in the world can see this <laughs> this, this little happening, This little camaraderie we're building. Okay, mm-hmm. so so All Danny, right. if you're watching this, you just have to keep on going. I mean, the the exactly. image will be blurred anyway. You won't be able to see it, but you got to keep mm-hmm. going. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. Secret FBI <laughs> technology. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, how do you feel about the growth that has happened from your debut? to now it's been quite a jump like how is that that's crazy we recorded to a click which is like what <laughs> who does that <laughs> oh, yeah professional people that's that that's who but yeah we wanted like the first album uh first ep um i wanted it to sound like that that like early like emo revival like sounded like it was recorded in somebody's like living room like you could hear like the room and um uh i wanted it to feel like a live thing like it was happening and it was like um yeah i just wanted it to have like a little lo-fi kind of twist to it but for this one we were like we were all definitely like we want to make like something that sounds like it could be like i don't know on like mtv or or something i don't know i don't watch cable but um (laughs) um you know just something that could like pass in a um that just wouldn't stand out in like um a playlist or um just it would just sound good <laughs> <laughs> yeah I just wanted to make a good album and um and we went with matt because matt uh goings produced a bunch of really good florida bands down here he's in the band all gone gray and the thing that's uh we played with them live a couple times and they're amazing live um uh but he also produced a band i really like called i met a yeti and they're kind of like uh like swan core like is that what it's called like when you're super into dance gavin dance or yeah something like that yeah i've uh, heard of yeah. them but i haven't listened to them yeah yeah I like, I like i met a yeti a whole lot daisy's an amazing vocalist and um and lyricist uh which is stuff i'm really like drawn to like um when it comes to that kind of thing because if you're just like i'm like okay this is cool what are you saying though um yeah and da- and Daisy's really good. She's also like an amazing like like front person because she's also in All Gone Gray. Uh, she's like her and Matt like switch back and forth on vocals and stuff, and it's and it's and it's Chef Kiss. It's beautiful. So that was like a big. As soon as I heard their record, I was like, Matt has to produce this. Like, there's no there's no one else. Mm-hmm. That yeah. Could, that could like, and plus Matt knew us too. Like he knew um, from playing with us and like understands the genre a lot too yeah. like like emo music and like punk and all that stuff which not that cold the uh first person uh the person who did our ep didn't but like matt that was like, like that was like his culture you know like he's got like he's got like amberlin posters in his in the room we were recording in and stuff and like and like just like yeah like we were uh recording under a picture of some 41 Okay. Um, oh gazing down on us judging the entire time and we just had to do it for some 41 the some I mean, 41 exactly. gods yellow, yellow mm-hmm. card Okay. What's the difference? I don't care. 
the yellow um, card gods were watching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, shout out yellow card? Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> the biggest influence on the record. <laughs> uh, so we keep on talking about this album and we've been beating around the bush. What can we expect from it? What can you tell us without Danny getting mad? Oh, geez. I don't know. Very irritable person. But, uh... <laughs> But uh, it's like a, a definitely more uh, folk rock influenced. Um, okay. I mean, the last record kind of had like like folky tangents, but there's actually like acoustic guitar on this record. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I wrote this record working midnights at another job, um, at a gas station, uh, binge listening to the deluxe, <laughs> the deluxe version of Beck's One Foot in the Grave. Uh, mm-hmm. I was super into that album for whatever, like that album was like the album I was listening to while me and my girlfriend were falling in love before we were dating. Like, oh, adorable. Um, it's pretty cute. And um, so that was like, that was just like the soundtrack for my life when I was writing that album, uh, the the album coming up. Uh, so that was like a big thing. I was also super into um, reading about Scientology escape stories. Um, and the record is kind of inspired by Scientology it's definitely heavily about my uh like gender identity which is like a like a big theme of the record was is coming to terms with that uh, I'm not a, a cis person which was kind of a lot to go through <laughs> once you figure that out you know yeah, um, yeah. so that was yeah so that, that's definitely like um the big a big thing about it the <laughs> the record originally started i wanted to make like uh, a a total ripoff of the brave little abacus demo Mm -hmm. and and sample a a bunch of stuff from ed ed and eddie and like make a concept (laughs) album about rolf from ed ed and eddie Uh uh-huh somehow it got turned into transgender scientology it was very it was a wild road i had an yeah that's that's so so strange (laughs) (laughs) it's like a hard right turn but yeah, I went in, I wanted to do one thing, and then my brain was like, nope. <laughs> you gotta deal with this now. 180. Yeah. Yeah, oh, without a doubt, yeah. It was, yeah. It was well, will the, will the next record still be? Kept some of the Edit and Eddie references, though, just out of, like, what could have been. Mm-hmm. Okay. Will the next record be that concept album we all need now? Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be about me uh, falling in love with Bob Dylan and us running away together to memphis tennessee and and uh squatting in in graceland without oh anybody know that's really that's so hot. romantic i'm so excited wow. <laughs> i'm very excited as well. it'll be black so, metal too which will make it even crazier that's even that's better that's a twist okay cool. a little bit, just a slight bit of nightcore oh my god nightcore as well yeah oh yeah we're, we're just gonna it. do it all we're gonna throw everything at the fan you know okay so dubstep EDM. Are we doing yeah, that as well? Why not? Why not? Yeah, we'll put okay. some juggle. They said they're doing everything. I know. Everything. Example, every song. Every song ever made and play it at once. Um, mm-hmm. and, it's an interesting uh, creative decision. Yeah. Yeah. And the album cover is going to be this right here. Like you guys right here, right now. <laughs> oh my God. So Only a matter of time until our faces are on it. I'll screenshot this. I'll have my CIA man screenshot this. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is the album cover right here. Thank right. You. I'm very excited. Of course. Are you gonna Photoshop Bob Dylan in as well? No, that'll be the back cover. That'll be the back cover. <gasps> okay. 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 
that's okay. I'm very excited and I'm also very honored. Um, thank you. Oh, thank you very much. I'm glad you guys could be part of it. That's so exciting. Um, so where do you see the project in the next five years? Probably broken up. We're an emo band. We don't have that much time. No, really, I can't stand Uh, these emo bands giving us these answers, man. Am I the, am I not the only one to give that answer who plays sad Midwest music? Who's not from the Midwest? Ogbert the nerd hit me with the same answer. Shout out Ogbert the nerd. I love Ogbert the nerd. Madison Mm -hmm. is such a sweetheart. I was actually talking to them uh, not too long ago. I love Madison. Hell yeah. I haven't met anybody else in that band, but I'm sure you're really cool too if you make jams that good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Glory lagged out for that interview. Oh my god. Everything died. (laughs) Everything, like my Wi Fi died, then my power went out, and then my phone died, and I managed to text Shane, like, hey, I don't think I can make for the interview. It was was great. It was really cool. I actually missed that one, so I'll actually watch that when I have free time at work tonight because I'm I'm interested. I like like you guys. Like, I genuinely think you guys are really cool. I liked your, um, um, uh, what you call it? Oh my god, I'm having a total brain fart. Uh, 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 your arms are my cocoon interview. That was awesome. I thought you were going to say that one. Thank Good you. That's shame. another one that Glory lagged out on. <laughs> my Discord died, and then my computer died. And so it's it's a theme. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, glad, I'm glad you can make it tonight. It was really cool. Me too. I was looking forward to this one. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, shout out your arms are my cocoon. Uh, they're cool. yeah. we made the best album last year and uh, changed the shape of the game. I don't know what we're going to do after. Like, I don't like I tried telling Tyler because we're like me and Tyler are buddies. We're buddy me, him and the dudes from uh, Rookie Card are, are like all in a group chat and we talk like all the time. And I like told Tyler, I was like, you know, like you made like a seminal album, right? Like you made an album that like people are going to talk about like 40 years from now. I was like, that was a classic. Like I told him <laughs> that like that like it's like that was like 2020 other than all the horror when it comes to like DIY emo. It was like the year of your arms in my cocoon. You couldn't yeah. escape it. And if you wanted to, you know, I don't, I, you know, literally came out of nowhere. Don't want to, but, um, (laughs) yeah, but yeah, no. uh, Yeah. And he said, he sent me like a few, uh, one or two new songs. And I'm like, dude, let me, let me have my moment. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They came out literally nowhere though. Like there was no Your Arms Are My Cocoon and then the EP dropped and it was still like kind of silence. Like I saw it on the timeline and then like a couple weeks later, everyone was talking about it. I'm yeah. like, all right, it's time to get this person on the podcast. Let's go. Yeah. Tyler's a, a hoot. You funny as hell. Yeah. I love his birthday. He got me to meow on the podcast. So yeah, I know. <laughs> Very interesting. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. I'd never do that again. <laughs> Never do that again. <laughs> <It's> disgusting. <laughs> like it's kind of awkward, but disgusting. That's so hard. I'm sorry. <laughs> if they want to be like a cat person, you know, that's like a thing now, right? That's like it is. the thing I yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. Twitter people who are like, I'm a cat person now, you know? Yeah. My girlfriend told me she'd break up with me if I turned into a cat boy. So we're not allowed to do that. Uh, you know, uh, I'm not gonna make any judgments here. You know, you know, every, everything's cool. I, I believe that cringe is a social construct. I don't think it's real. Uh, yeah. so, do what I'm, I'm. I'm genuine. Cringe isn't real. Like other, unless you're like exploiting somebody, mm-hmm. or harming somebody, or being mm-hmm. like an absolute bigot. Like, what is cringe? Just watching somebody have fun. Like, 
Mm-hmm. It's dumb. I don't like the word cringe. I think it's uh, pretty lame. As somebody Solid. who is uber cringe, I think cringe is pretty lame. <laughs> I agree. Valid. Mm-hmm. Oh, this, is, this is you, Shane. Did we do the five-year question? I honestly forget. Yes. We yeah, did. we did. We did. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, for the last couple of questions, we're actually going to shift away from music and go straight to death row. Yeah, hit boom. me the boom, Glory. Thank you. Boom. Uh, mm-hmm. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Boom again. <laughs> on death row. I'm trying mm-hmm. to think of like some smart-ass answer, but I'm kind of hungry right now, so I'm just like thinking of like actual food to eat. <laughs> um, I haven't eaten breakfast yet, so I'm like, uh, I, was, I, I just started eating this Nana. While you guys Ooh. were, uh, while you guys called, and, uh, um, so let me think, uh, the last thing I want to eat is the sweet taste of freedom. <laughs> Powerful. Okay. And a drink with that? Liberty. <laughs> what flavor is freedom, and what flavor is liberty? Can you... Freedom is, mm. like... It's like a cherry slushy. Oh. From Circle K. Hmm. And then Liberty is the blue slushy from the okay. Circle K. But it's yeah. broken. You can't get it. Oh. Like Always. Yeah. Always. <laughs> wow. Like the McDonald's self serve machine. Sincerely, for death row, probably just breakfast. Like, if I'm going to go like a real answer, like, I'm, I love breakfast food. So probably just mm-hmm. like eggs, bacon, pancakes. Although I'm trying to get off the animal products, it's very hard. Um, yeah. Right now I'm on it, so I will say eggs and bacon, even though, like, inside I'm like, why? But, um, <laughs> yeah, and, like, coffee, uh, and then, I don't know. I, I really wish I had, like, a clever, like, smart-ass, like, oh, I'll, I'll eat, like, a like a turkey that has, like, a key in it, and then I'll just, you know, <laughs> but, um, okay, yeah. yeah, I just woke up. I need, I'm, I'm hungry. <laughs> You're doing great. You're doing great. I appreciate it. Of course. I need I need that support. <laughs> I wish Ori to viewers would be like, you're doing fine. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, so if you could live in one fictional world for a week. Twin Peaks. Where Twin Peaks. Twin without a doubt. Twin Peaks or Springfield. Twin Peaks. I was ready for this question. I saw okay. one. like two Simpson, Springfield, or Twin Peaks. I don't want to live anywhere else. But okay. I don't want to be involved in the mischief of Twin Peaks. I just want coffee and donuts. I don't want Black Lodge haunting mm-hmm. sad family members possessed by spiritual beings. I just want cozy. Cozy Twin Peaks life where I'm just like, oh, that Laura Palmer girl died. That's sad. And then just that's a shame. Like uninterrupted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. That's All right. Wonderful. All right. Um, Sorry, I didn't mean to get cut you off, but I was very excited for that question. Oh, no, it's like, okay. Inside of a uh, TV. It's all good. Uh, okay. So, if you could live in one... Uh, no, oh, fuck. Homie. Uh, my one. brain is breaking. It's way too late at night for this. I have all the... Good. I have Don't have the, a... So you're, you're, you're straight. You're one step above me. <laughs> <laughs> I have the honor of asking the last question, and every single person you've spoken to have said the most important question. What's your favorite color? This changes a, a little bit. I'd like to mm-hmm. say, like, the thing that's always been a staple is I really like blue. Um, 
And I also found out recently, uh, thanks to TikTok, which is giving me more of an education than uh, don't know how many years in the public school system and a little bit in private school because I got kicked out of Catholic school. Um, so that was fun. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm learning way more. I just found out blue is barely exists. Like blue yeah. is barely like a color, which I did not know. Which is Isn't insane. it like a reflection of like something yeah, in something our like eye? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so- Science jargon, but yeah, pretty mm-hmm. much. Like yeah, I, don't, I don't know the the, but yeah, I guess we barely perceive it, which is yeah. or like it barely exists. Yeah, it's one of those weird things. Something like, like that. Yeah, where we end and the real world begins. I don't know, but yeah, it's really. I think that's really cool. But I think like my all time like favorite is like you know when it's like sunset or like sunrise and you got like that little bit of blue, but you also got like that pink and orange mm-hmm. and like purple. Yeah, that's 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 my favorite color. Whatever kind of yogurt sky that is that's my favorite <laughs> that's wonderful i love that yogurt right. sky that's a song name mm-hmm. yeah that as is. long as like you can have like the apple seed cast playing in the background and that's all that that'll add to like my favorite color it's like oh, okay yeah. very cool oh, good it's stuff good. um <laughs> so as i said that's all the questions we have today is there anything that you would like to plug um yeah i have a album coming out uh called i became birds it'll be out on um Fudge, I don't know if I can say the date yet. Uh, when does this come out? Um, like a month? Oh, right? yeah. Is it a month yet? It'll no, be it's out, like a uh, week. Oh, a week? Oh. We're at a week now. Yeah, a week. Yeah, this is probably going to come out next week. I've only got one interview <laughs> stashed up, so... Oh, oh, yeah, we're at that, yeah. It'll be out... Um, when it comes out. It'll be out before spring break. Um, okay, okay. So yeah, it'll be out. It's called I Became Birds. It's um uh on Knife Punch Records. Um Knife Punch Records and um <laughs> and uh I'm kidding. I love you, Danny. But um God, they're gonna message me like, why? <laughs> what did I do? Oh my god. I don't know what you did. You won't let me leak the album. You're making me be professional about this mm-hmm. stuff. You wanna send it to critics and 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 build playlist hype and i just want the people to hear it the masses deserve this album <laughs> exactly <laughs> playlist hype um, yeah. yeah so we we got um the record coming out and then we got the live stream um uh, which i have no idea when that'll be but hopefully um knock on wood that that'll um that'll be out at some point and actually get done um and then yeah so uh if you like Emo music about um, <laughs> drawing similarities between discovering your gender identity and escaping Scientology, then you know where to come. It's on. <laughs> Perfect pitch. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. Well, we thank go. you for sitting out with us. This has been Home is Where and We're the Good Noise Podcast. <laughs>